Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 362, recorded live on Saturday, May 31st, 2014. And here are your hosts, the man who was being a homebody last weekend, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who got some sun, Andy Lowe. Hi. So much sun. So much sun. How are your your bright red legs? Are they still bright red? Let me take a gander at my gams. They're not too bad. They are still red, though. My arm is worse, though. My right arm. That one is... You you do realize, like, going to a baseball game, you're sitting outdoors. Yes. Sitting. Yes. Like, not running around, not moving, not like, oh, there's shade over there, maybe I should walk into that. No, sitting. Sitting for, like, four hours. Yes. Because of baseball. Yes. Which is slow. How long's a football game? Three hours. Okay. I'd say that's par for the course. Most the average, much the average exciting three hours. Than... The average baseball game is about three hours and 15 minutes. There's actually uh, 538s doing a study on the length of baseball games to see if the DH rule causes any uh, effect of the speed. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Turns out also Boston Red Sox are the slowest team in baseball, followed by the Yankees. So when it's Yankees-Red Sox... It's a long game. It's a long game. How how have the Tigers been doing? Well, it was a little scary there for a bit. Yeah. Ever since they beat Boston, then they their plane broke down. They had their stupid Zuma suits on or whatever they are. Okay. They were they had a pretty bad losing streak going on, but then they turned it around. Now they're winning again. So so this is what one of the things that like leads me to you know maybe baseball isn't isn't a, there there need to be changes somewhere in baseball. Two teams play each other a couple times in a row. Yes. Right? Yes, normally three you would expect or four. That every so often, the two teams will trade back and forth. And that if they do, they will be relatively close games. Yes. So why is it that like one day it's six to nothing and the next day it's ten to two? The opposite way. Yeah. It's baseball. Right, but does that doesn't that strike you as like there is so much randomness involved then? There there is a lot of randomness involved. It was uh like it really feels that there's no way to get a measure of of what is a good team. It's really funny. I bring up 538 because they, they since they're now owned by ESPN, they've been doing a lot of stuff about baseball again. Oh, they're not owned by ESPN. They're licensed with ESPN. Oh. They're contracted to ESPN. Okay, but still, basically, they're owned by... They're not owned, but... They're they're, working for. Yes. They've been doing a lot of baseball stuff there, and one of the things they did at the very beginning was how to predict how well a team is going to do in the season. Yeah. And they said, like, oh, due to the randomness of games, you can't really predict... I think it's like plus or minus like 15 games of the outcome just because of just the sheer randomness of baseball. But that doesn't strike you as like not a good thing. Well, how would you make it less random? I don't know. Stop playing. <laughs> would make it a lot less random. The only way to predict the game is to not play at all. Then nobody wins. Everyone wins. If everyone's special. How many baseball games are there a week? A lot. Normally you normally about five to six. So take the number of the average attendance to a baseball game, multiply so, it by six, okay. multiply it by three. Okay. That's how many hours you save by not playing baseball. What are those people gonna do instead? I don't know. Work out a better sport. 
Wow, but your baseball hatred just runs deep. It it does. It does. That said, I get updates on my phone about the Tiger games. I've not, actually seen every score for the Tigers. You're not paying attention to Milwaukee since that's closer to you now? The Brewers? Yeah. No. Really? Really. It's kind of surprising because you're Green Bay football. Yeah, because I grew up watching Green Bay. Yeah, you didn't grow up oh, because you didn't want to grow up watching baseball. I didn't watch baseball. <laughs> Gotcha. That's not true. I, I did actually go to a few baseball games. I went to a couple Tigers games with Brian's family, and I went to a Toledo Mudhens game. So you saw one major, one minor league game. I think two or three major. Okay. I should probably just go to the minor league games out here, the Mallards. Yeah, we have the Kalamazoo Growlers now. Ooh. Are you named after the sound a cat makes, or are you named after a mug? Well, that's part of the thing, is they wanted to do something that was kind of an homage to all the microbreweries out here. Okay, so it's the mug. But then the the thing is, a, a, the mascot's a bear, so... So it's a very confused bear that's holding mugs. Yeah, I gotta figure out where the, uh... uh here we go, the Bear Claw Burger... The Kalamazoo Growlers are offering the Bear Claw Burger at because for some odd reason minor league baseball has crazy food. All right, let me just read this to you once the page loads. Okay, so it's a half pound Angus hamburger, topped with barbecue pulled pork, macaroni and cheese, and coleslaw. Right, and instead of a bun, you have two Bear Claw donuts from Sweetwater. <laughs> oh, so it's the Luther. Sure. Okay. With macaroni and cheese, coleslaw, and pulled pork on top of the burger. Yes. Get rid of the mac and cheese, and I would potentially go for that. <laughs> I couldn't have the donuts, though, is the problem. And ordering that gluten-free is just kind of pointless. Yeah. At like that, that, point, that literally defeats the purpose of that burger. God. I read that, and I'm like, oh, I can just feel that just going. Like your blood is coagulating. Oh, it might be delicious, but... That's if you have also, like, if you just ran a marathon, you could have that burger. Probably, yes. If you uh, go swimming for three hours, you could have that burger. Yes. If you are sitting watching TV, you cannot have that burger. Well, you can have that burger. Should you have that burger? <laughs> no. Just Andy, be better. Just say you cannot have that burger. <laughs> Holy crap, that's... The two donuts has to be close to 1,200 calories. Yeah, and the Sweetwater donuts are like the good donuts. So 1,500 calories? Yes. Okay. Plus a half pound of, of ground beef. Yep. Pulled pork, mac pulled and cheese, pork and, and coleslaw. The, it's the mac and cheese and coleslaw that'll kill that. Yeah, all that cheese. Yeah, so you're, you're probably looking at close to 2,500 or 3,000 calories. Mm. Which is more than your daily intake. Oh, now I'm getting hungry. Why do we always get on food? I don't know. Maybe we need to start adjusting this and make sure we both eat before. No, because then we'll just talk about what we ate. I had a bagel and cream cheese. I had a bowl of Fruity Pebbles and a live wire Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, I'm almost out of the Baja Blast Mountain Dews. I have okay. to go hunt down more. I couldn't find any out here. What? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe it was a limited release. <laughs> An extremely limited release? <laughs> like Michigan. Only Michigan. We'll do it one state at a time. So yeah, I had fun on my uh, anniversary vacation. Cool. Going to the Tigers, getting your free meal at Weber's. Not free meal, free cake. Free cake at Weber's. 
free wedding cake. It's not really free because Weber's is not exactly cheap. No, true. Okay. But still, it's you know decent so, wedding cake. Two and a half days ago, a Kickstarter yes. went live. And this Kickstarter has raised about $3 million. <laughs> what the frack? In two and a half days. Uh, yep, they've officially broken $3 million now. Uh, there are 32 days to go, and while I'm sitting here watching, I, the number keeps increasing. It's reading rainbow. They now have a they now have a goal of five million dollars. That's well, the goal. the original goal was one million. Ah, so they're funded. They were funded within the first day. They broke a million dollars in one day. Reading rainbow, you know, butterfly in the sky. Yep, I can go twice thing. as high. It, they they have holy shit. Levar Burton is making so much and and doing such good stuff with this. And it is LeVar Burton. I want to point that out. It is the original, you know, like, don't take my word for it. <sighs> 32 days to go. I have a few, I, I, I don't think that this is going to break. Oh, no, it, it might actually break six million now. What do you think? Is it going to break the record? I don't know. It's What was the most funded Kickstarter? Was that Oculus? It might have been. Let's see. Discover Project's most funded. Oh wow! Uh, the Pebble smartwatch was ten million. Oh yeah, they're not going to hit that. Uh, I don't know. The Ouya was eight point five. The Pono music player, the fuck is that? Was six point two. Veronica Mars movie was five point seven. It's it's certainly going to reach into the top five. Yes, yes, it is because it's already eight, twelve, thirteen. It's already fourteenth, and it has thirty days to go. Thirty-two days to go. Oculus only made two point five. So, what do you think six about people, reading Rainbow? Six people have pledged ten thousand dollars or more already. Yep, but look at what the ten thousand dollar prizes are. Yeah, Lavar Burton comes to your school and reads to your kids. You and a friend will be LeVar's personal guest for a private dinner in L.A. and get to wear his original Star Trek Next Generation visor. No, that's, that's, that, nobody's bid on that one yet. I was looking at the other $10,000 back. Where he comes and reads to your school? Yes. And then a private meet and greet for teachers and parents? Yeah, I, I would. If I had the money to do it, I'd probably go for that one. I'd send him to Saldine. Wow, jeez. Yeah. Like, just what? <laughs> what? Did you watch the the video on their front page? No, the intro yet. video? Not the new goal 5 million video. There's another one somewhere, which was, it, it's LeVar showing up to a school and being like, hey, I'm here to film a, a Kickstarter video. And I mean, it's all scripted and acted, but it's fantastic and it's really well done and it's really cute because you, you just see the impact that this guy has had on people our age. It's kind of funny because in my head for the past couple of times, I've like always thought about, okay, when we were growing up, we had Reading Rainbow. We had Bill Nye the Science Guy. We had Beaker's World. Sesame Street. Sesame Street. Well, Sesame I'm thinking like things that have educational television that has fallen by the wayside. Oh, hang on. Reading Rainbow only fell by the wayside in 2009. True. So it's not like it's been gone all that long. And they did the iPad thing two years ago, three years ago. Like, they were only gone, gone for about two years. Okay. And then they came back with the iPad thing, and now they're doing this. 
Bill Nye has been uh, more or less replaced with YouTube. Things like Vsauce, ASAP Science, Smarter Every Day. True, but how did we get... How were we introduced to Bill Nye? Uh, PBS. And videos in the classroom? Yep. Did I see Bill... How did I learn about Bill Nye the Science Guy? I first heard about him watching videos of him in class. Okay. But you could do that with, like, Smarter Every Day. True, but is a teacher really going to do that? Okay, kids, we're going to watch a YouTube video today. Yeah. They should, but I have a feeling that yes. some don't. No, Andy, the answer is yeah. <laughs> like, if I, I told you if I were teaching, like, a history course, every new era would start with Crash Course History video. Have you watched any of the Crash Course videos? No, there's many things that I need to catch up on or yeah. not know about. Yeah, so the Crash Course videos, it's the Vlog Brothers, the Vlog Brothers or whatever you want to call them. Um, and it, they, they produce a series of educational videos called Crash Course. And there's Crash Course U.S. History, World History, Chemistry, uh, psychology, literature, and it's very well produced. It, it's done in a very rapid way, so you don't have a chance to lose your concentration. Like, it, it just keeps moving, and so you have to pay attention. And I would totally start each lesson with that and then say, all right, go to the library, pick a topic you like, find out more. We'll come back and share. CGP Grey? Yes, okay, so his stuff, yeah, is also good. So anyway, is there another topic you want to talk about, Andy? Um, well, as a quick aside, PAX is already sold out again. PAX was sold out within 50 minutes? The four-day passes were gone within, like, 24 minutes. (sighs) Okay. Yeah, there were people who were literally, like, camping out the, uh website for the tickets like trying to figure out what the website was going to be for the tickets before they even made the website public so there was already i do believe a 30 minute queue even before the the uh, announcement went out that the website is live they they had figured it out yeah they had figured out what the uh website was going to be and got in line before it went live wow yeah which means that if people probably didn't figure it out it means that someone probably leaked it somebody probably did hey you guys it was, it was friends and family it was probably friends and family of enforcers so yeah pax prime it's gonna be the elitist pack it seems yep full of people who got there within 10 minutes yep that's all right we will be on the coast of michigan Mm-hmm. Have our own relaxing. relaxing weekend in the sun with sunscreen. With sunscreen this time. Poor Andy. Yeah, I gotta make sure to put some on today before we go bike riding. Yes. So PAX sold out very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, E3 is coming up, though. Yep. What are we thinking about that? I'm not sure. Because Nintendo's not doing anything. What is... Microsoft and Xbox. Microsoft's going to go to E3, announce a couple of things, then two weeks later rescind it all. Ouch. Harsh, man. Harsh. Well, that's their MO. Hey, we're going to do it this way. On second thought, no, we're not. You, you forgot a critical step in there of Microsoft saying, we want to do this, and then the internet rioting <laughs> and saying, how dare you do that? That's the stupidest thing I ever heard. And then Microsoft's coming in and saying, oh, never mind. I guess we won't. And then everyone going, wait, but that actually looked really cool. And we no, were no, ex- a, a couple of people excited for it. I can't tell who was actually the majority and the minority because there was people arguing both sides of it. It's the people who are angry are louder. Yes. There are not necessarily more of them, but they are louder. Vocal minorities. It could be a majority. 
True. It could be a vocal majority. We don't know. It's just the vocal group versus the non-vocal group. And I will freely admit, I was part of that vocal group saying, Microsoft, you're being stupid. Mm -hmm. I will also state for the record that I was not saying they should get rid of all of it. There were pieces that I did not appreciate. I will personally have the stance of until I can actually get decent internet coverage yep. wherever I am located, yep. I am not a fan of always connected. Uh, yeah. I said something yesterday that startled me. Which and is? it made me take a very critical look at myself. I am not morally opposed to DRM. What? Uh, yep. I was getting out of the car. I was having a talk with Laura about DRM. I said, you know, I'm I'm not actually... DRM in itself is not inherently a bad thing. I think those were my words exactly. DRM, uh, it, it's not inherently bad. It's just the execution of it has not been good. Right. Case in point, Watch Dogs came out. Watch Dogs here. Did it? In order for something to come out, what are we defining as as coming out? Well, it because it, to me, coming out means you can now play it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Not you can download it. That's a pre-release. Well, supposedly it went live, but the only problem is you play kind of broke under the, that- the crush. Did they say why it broke? Was it just it got slammed? Well, let's see what is if Uplay's official or Ubisoft's official line was when it was going on. They won't give you the official line. Well, I'm saying their official line. Right. They'll give you the official one. They won't give you what it really was, is what I meant to say. Yes. We are experiencing issues with the authentication services for watchdogs. Players may experience long delays when trying to log in game. We are currently looking into it. Please continue to try as well as trying again later. We apologize for the inconvenience as we appreciate your cooperation. Oops. They have later stated that all the possible efforts are put into the resolution of this problem. We are currently monitoring the situation closely. Okay. Nothing like paying 60 bucks for a game that you can't actually play when you want to play it. Yep. (sighs) So it came out. People on the consoles got to play. Yep. But woe be the person who bought a console next-gen game on the PC... Because you can't play it at all. You know, it's kind of funny is if you pirated the game. You were able to play it just fine. Able, yeah, no problem. Yep. But we've, we've talked many, 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 many times about how you play specifically punishes the customer, not the pirate. Yes. You know, it's like those FBI warnings at the, at, on, on all the DVDs. Because all the normal people have to sit through and watch it because you can't skip it. But the pirates remove it. Yeah. So... <laughs> Like, I don't care about that because I don't see it because I pirated. Whereas, you know, you and me who legally purchase it are like, well, so there's five minutes of DVD before the movie that we can't skip. Oh, good times. Not really. No, not really at all. But yeah, DRM in and of itself, not inherently bad. Just the executions really suck. So how would you do your DRM? I don't know. Andy, if I knew that, if I had the answer to that, do you think I'd be sitting here in the office? No. I'd be out peddling that answer, saying, look, I have the solution to your problems. So, okay, I hate going back to baseball, (laughs) but this kind of went in my head. Oh, really? I've been churning over the idea of something, because you know how the baseball has the instant replays? 
where they allow that now? Yeah, the coaches can actually challenge certain rulings on the field. Okay. By going, sending it to New York, where there's like the instant replay Major League Baseball headquarters where people will watch the video replays. Okay. This is relatively recent, isn't it? Yes, this season. Okay. So like if the if the umpire called it safe, but the replay shows the guy was out, the choke the coach can challenge it, and then New York will look at the replays and then call the guy out. Okay. But the replays are only specific to certain camera angles. Really? So, well, yeah. But remember that with the connect, uh, maybe like a year or two ago, where the guy took the connect and made virtual camera angles from it. Yeah. Why haven't they done that yet? Because the the camera positions, it's it's kind of like the virtual first down line on the field, where it's like the, you know the camera's position, you know the location where you want to put the line. Why can't you somehow just create like a three D? I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like if I had the answer, why would I be sitting here? Sorry, that's where that came from. That was my left field train of thought. Okay. I actually just last night read an article on the creation of that line. Oh, really? The first down line. Well, send me that link, because I'm curious about that. I haven't actually figured out how they've done it. Uh, I, the- I mean, you, you had most of it right there. Yeah. They know where the cameras are, mm-hmm. and they know where, like, you attach a sensor to each camera for pitch, yaw, and roll, mm-hmm. so you can adjust where the line is based on the movement of the camera. Gotcha. The line is not, like, uh, uh, there aren't markers on the field that say, hey, here's where the line is. It's, all right, the computer says, let's put the line here, and I know that if I rotate the camera this way, I need to alter the line this way. Yeah, so I had the theoretical aspects of it down pat. Yep. Got it. All right. You know, if I pan the camera to the left, then the line has to move to the right. Mm-hmm. So speaking of interconnected interconnectivity, interconnectivity, interconnectivity. There we go. WWDC is coming up. Hey, Apple. That's right. Because I got an email for that because I'm registered as an Apple developer. <laughs> I don't really remember why I'm registered. Oh, now I remember why. Okay. Yeah, I'm registered <laughs> as an Apple developer. Okay. My last job. Gotcha. So... The rumor going around is because WWDC is all about software, not hardware. Yeah. So the, the software announcement supposedly is going to be about the connected home. So Apple is going to start creating an iOS umbrella to connect your refrigerator to your thermostat to your lights. Why does my refrigerator need to talk to my lights? I don't know. It's. I mean, we've talked about the smart fridge concept. Yes. And as much as Kate made fun of us for it, it's becoming a reality. Yes, very true. Like more and more and more. But they don't need to talk to the lights. Well, I'm just saying because the, the patent that Apple filed in 2012 was for a technology that connects lights, security systems, garage door openers, music controllers, climate controllers, and kitchen appliances with okay. your mobile device. So that's why okay. I said... So it's, it's not with the lights, it's just with everything. Yes. The Internet of Things, as it were. Well, I'm, I'm glad that Apple's catching up with the rest of the tech industry from three years ago. <laughs> but they're going to do it and make it look good, and then everybody's going to be like, oh my god! Uh, we'll see. Isn't that we'll what see. normally happens? Is Apple comes out with a technology that isn't new, but just looks cool, and then everybody freaks out? I mean, not really. Yes-ish. There were tablets before the iPad. There were 
smartphones before the iPhone, but the smartphones didn't look anything like the iPhone. They didn't operate anything like the iPhone. They just they had a previous idea and they made it look good. It's and not just work that they made good. it look good. Yeah, like the iPhone really was leagues ahead of anything else that was out at the time. Yeah. I will I will give that to Apple. They, it's like look at the Blackberry at the time and then suddenly changed, the iPhone comes out and you're just like, Oh my god. Right. They changed the landscape. Yeah. Tablets, they yeah, I'll I'll actually give them they changed the tablet landscape too. I will grant them that. So do you think they're going to change the connected home? No. 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 But who knows? Maybe they will. Maybe this is their next big thing. Maybe. It certainly wasn't the iPad mini. (laughs) No, it wasn't. Or the Apple TV. That one didn't really go anywhere. So we'll find out when WWDC happens next week. Yep. And then we'll talk to you about it the week after. Yep. So speaking of homes, AT&T and DirecTV. Yeah. AT&T put in a bid to buy DirecTV. Did not see this one coming. For $50 billion. Well, okay, $48.5 billion. Give them at least their $2 billion back. The, the $1.5 billion? Oh, yeah, sorry, $1.5 billion. When you're talking about $50 billion, $1.5 really doesn't seem to make much of a difference. No. So I'm just going to go ahead and round that up to $50 billion. Yeah, totally didn't see that coming. No. Why is AT&T... I mean, they, they were competitors, technically, because there was the AT&T U-verse thing. Yes. Which was through DISH? No, the U-verse was through their uh, fiber optics to cable to home. Okay. So that's they were their own television provider. They were their own cable provider because they, they did fiber optics to the nodes, and then it was copper wire to your house. Okay. That's how U-verse got in. So they're... they're it's just interesting because when I think of AT&T, I don't think of television provider well i mean they are through years they they definitely don't want to be in the phone business anymore they've been trying to get rid of that stuff for years um andy they just tried to buy t-mobile wired phone business oh yeah no no wired phone business they want to get rid of everybody wants to get rid of the wired phone business i wasn't counting their wired phone business Like, of course they want to get rid of that. No one uses wired phones anymore. That, and it's also the main thing that's actually still able to be regulated by the FCC. Yeah. Oh, did you hear about this bill proposed by a, an Ohio congressman? The guy who's actually gotten thousands of dollars from the ISPs? Yeah, well, no, duh. I, so, I just want to put that preference out there. Is the man who is proposing this bill... It's a major donor receiver from the major ISPs in the United States. Basically, they bought him. Yes. But yeah, there's, he wants to put a bill so that the FCC cannot regulate the ISPs as common carriers, which to like me, the, it's, it's the next logical step. Yeah. It's, yeah, no, it totally is. <laughs> it's it's it, just and, like the phone line. The phone line started out as I mean, a, bills get proposed all the time. Yeah. It is meaningless until it comes out of committee. Very true. And then there are many times where it just dies in committee because there's other people who don't want to touch it with the 10-foot pole. Because there's other people who realize that it's the stupidest law that they would ever pass. And with our Congress, that's really saying something. Uh, so, yeah. But yeah, yeah so they, wanna, they want it basically to increase their footprint because U-verse is only specific to where AT&T has got fiber. But now that they buy DirecTV, they can do uh, satellite internet. 
and they use the U-verse. Well, wait, are they really looking at it for satellite internet or for satellite cable, basically? Both. Hmm. It's it's how they want to increase their footprint, because then they could be nationwide coverage for your, basically, your cable, which is through satellite, but still. So here's my take on this. If these companies have $50 billion laying around to purchase other companies... Why haven't they used that money to increase their infrastructure to something... They're making too much money. Yes. And Aaron's going to have problems with this, and he'll come back and say, well, but that's what people are willing to pay for. And I will respond, people don't have as much of a choice as a free market should allow. We really do need to get Hans on here to just have a knockout drag out over this sort of stuff. We won't win, Andy. I know we won't win, but still, it'll be a good fight. We will be arguing with a PhD in economics. Does he actually have his PhD? Uh, if I don't has, think he does yet. Close. Aaron, do you have your PhD? <laughs> Let us know. If you, not, I'm sorry. I thought you had finished. Because okay. if, he was, if he's Dr. Hans, I am so calling him Dr. Hans from here on out. Okay. Is he on LinkedIn? So, speaking of the FCC, two things. One... They want to propose to redefining what broadband is. Because currently, anything over 4 megabits per second is broadband. Which is was true in, like, 2005. Okay. Um, I'm a PhD student at George Mason University. Okay, so he hasn't gotten it yet. He's on his way. Um, they want to reclassify broadband as at least 10 megabits per second. Yeah, wait. With a possibility of making it as high as 25 megabits per second. There we go. Now we're, we're starting to look at, like, actual modern broadband. Yeah, because over the, over, the, over the old rules, 6% of the population doesn't have any broadband access. But that's 4 megabits per second. That's... Yeah, trivial. Uh, yeah. What would it be at 20 megabits per second? I'm not sure. They didn't actually quote that number yet, but that would still be probably a lot. going to be a lot of people who all of a sudden don't have broadband. Yes, which will go hand in hand with the uh, other FCC news. Remember I talked about the Universal Service Fund a couple of years ago? No. Okay. On everybody's cell phone bill, there's a little tax or a little fee that's added that's called the Universal Service Fund. Oh, this is I pay more so that people in the middle of Montana get phone. Yes, which um, they had proposed of switching that from phone carriers to just broadband in general. Okay. And a lot of the rural carriers oppose this because they're going to lose money. Yeah. Because they're a phone company and not, you know, internet. Yeah. But it has been turned down by the because they, they sued him and then the 10th district court in colorado shot down the uh, lawsuit okay so sided with the fcc in making the change yes so now there is i think what five million dollars no sorry 300 million dollars that's, that's a big difference. difference just a little bit uh 300 million dollars of the Universal Service Fund will now be switched to sending out broadband internet to rural America. Okay, but that broadband is currently the four megabits per second. Yes, so if both of these happen at the same time... Then some companies will be quite unhappy. Yes. And, but they, they, they were getting $300 million to build one sort of infrastructure, and now they realize they have to build something much bigger. Much bigger and much faster than what they currently have, and mm-hmm. they're not going to be happy, but... It, it nobody cares about like we said earlier nobody cares about landline phones anymore no i mean unless you don't have any other signal true there's god i can't believe we're still running isdn lines for some of our 
remote broadcasts. But that's the way it's done. The infrastructure's in place. And I'm like, you could get so much better signal if we just go over the internet. And spend money. Yes, but the boxes are only like 200 bucks. But you have to spend the money. I know. it's the, oh. Does what you have work? Yes. Then, then why would you spend the money? I'm... I'm I know the, the company, by the way, right? Yeah, now. you're doing the devil's advocate sort of thing yeah. there. It's one of the things where the short-term goal, people look at the annual budget and not the long-term savings. Yep. Where it's like, oh, well, we can't spend the there, money with our current budget. Would there be long-term budget. savings? If you can show me that I will get a return on my investment in this, I'll go for it. True. This is a case where there actually wouldn't be long-term savings. Well, depends on if the price for ISDN usage goes up or the ISDN line disappears. But still, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's in place and it works. Why change it? Yep. You got it. <sighs> eBay was hacked. Yes. Change your passwords. And most likely probably also change your PayPal password as well because my guess is they're the same thing for many people. That's what I – when I heard that one, I'm like, eBay got hacked. That's not a story. That the, the story is that most likely people got PayPal information. Because you, you think a lot of people have their eBay and PayPal passwords as the same? Yes. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Dash Lane, come here. I need you to make a new password for me. This was this was another crazy thing that happened this week. Was I had to enter a password and uh, like someone said, "Hey, so uh, you know, log into this," and I'm like, "I don't know my password for that." What do you mean, log into Dropbox? I don't have, I don't know what my Dropbox password is. It's like twelve characters long and it's random. <laughs> don't ask me to log into that. Hell, if I know what it is, oh, I still have a lot of shared password. I need to get rid of that. Okay. Sorry, coming out of the rabbit hole. No, no else? problem. What else? Um, Google's new driverless car. Oh, Google. <sighs> you know what? Did we talk about California's new rules? No. So California passed legislation about driverless cars. Oh, what'd they say? Uh, there has to be someone behind the wheel. That person cannot be asleep. They have to be attentive. They have to be ready to take over the car. And they have to be a full-time employee of the testing division of whatever company is making the car. So basically, they have to be Google QA. And any time they have to override the car, it has to be reported to the DMV. Well, that's not going to work with these new cars. Yeah, I was actually kind of wondering about that. (laughs) Because the new car from Google looks like it's from the set of cars. Has no steering wheel. Has no steering wheel, has no gas pedal, has no brake pedal, because it doesn't need them. Yep. Oh, and the other thing is each of the cars has to be licensed individually and has to have something like $500 million worth of insurance. What? Well, insured up to $500 million, something like that. Okay. Well, you know, if the car goes off the road and slams into a building and knocks it down. True. But Google's new car has no manual controls. No, none, none whatsoever. It is also designed by Google as opposed to like taking another car and retrofitting it. Well, without the steering wheel, the steering column means you get to remove power steering. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have an entirely electric, is this thing electric or gas? I, I'm pretty sure it's electric. Probably is. I mean, you can yeah, make unmanned electric much, vehicle. All right, much lighter car. Yeah, a lot safer too there because there's a lot of stuff there that you can get rid of and then just replace it with crumple zones. Crumple zones, airbags. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. This one, I'm not sure if I like this idea. Because I'm Kurt, terrified of this. Yeah. I would like to be able to take control over my car. Because I think it's... I read an article about this where they compared it to what the automakers are currently doing. For this one, Google just kind of scrapped what was currently in place and built basically the end goal from the ground up. Mm-hmm. But automatic, automakers currently are kind of just doing a piecemeal. Like, okay, well, we're going to start with cruise control. Then we're going to make adaptive cruise control. And then we're going to do the lane avoidance. And then we're going to do automatic stopping, where they're going to do one little piece at a time, slowly building your way up to a completely autonomous car. Yeah, whereas Google is like, and done. I feel like the piecemeal approach is actually the smart one. A, it gets us used to what's going on. Used to? Used to, sorry. Gets us used to, you know, cruise control, and then adaptive cruise control, and then lane avoidance, and then automatic stopping. It gets us accustomed to having these things slowly taken away from us one piece at a time until finally we get an entirely autonomous car that doesn't need a steering wheel or gas pedal or brake pedal. And then you're okay with that. But, oh man, this Google thing is just, it's too much too quickly. It's a neat idea, but it's going to have some backlash because it's just like, well, what what do I do with my hands? Do I just sit there with them in my lap, twiddling my thumbs? I, I don't know. A recent Pew survey found that half of Americans would not ride in a self-driving car. There we go. Yeah. I'd be very worried about it. Maybe on a closed campus. Maybe, yeah, I could see that. But not on, like, the highway. What we really need, if we're ever going to do self-driving cars, is screw the self-driving cars. We need self-driving semis. Yes. Oh, my God, Yes. Um, but good luck getting that past the Teamsters. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's that, that's going to suck. But that's honestly what we need. We need the infrastructure to be self-automated, not yeah. everybody I, else. I wonder if the Teamsters are thinking about that yet. I wonder if anybody's done that. Let's just self. Because I know the military's been doing that with the convoys. Right. Because I remember watching uh, one of the Top Gears where they had somebody in like a Land Rover versus the autonomous army vehicle of some kind self-driving semi-truck there we go oh look they're being tested in japan yeah that's gonna be terrifying for the truckers but that's honestly what we need right i mean like goods will be delivered faster more reliably you won't have these cases of someone falling asleep in the wheel and their truck tipping over and releasing five million bees Bees or honey or what you, else did we this, talk this about? This happened, right? Yeah, the bees. Oh, God, the bees. The bees. <laughs> this, this truck, this semi-truck filled with beehives for honey tipped over. I remember when we talked about this. this all this was hilarious. No, this happened again. Oh, again? Recently. Oh. Like two weeks ago. I thought you meant the time where we talked about this happening on the podcast. Because I remember no. we did like the, oh, God, the bees. The They're bees. everywhere. Yeah, no, it happened again recently. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Oh, that's not right. All right, what else do we got going on here? What's this hex? that you're talking about uh so this is a slightly more involved topic do we want to get into this sure okay you're familiar with wizards of the coast yes magic the gathering D. right so they are suing uh what's the name of the other company crap i don't remember the name of the other company and i really should because it's a very well known name cryptozoic there we go cryptozoic made a game called hex all right was very well funded on Kickstarter. It raised two point two million. Okay, uh, and it's a TCG trading card game. Okay, 
and Wizards was quiet and silent and didn't bring anything up, and they were quiet and silent and didn't bring anything up. And then Hex was basically released, and Wizards said, hey, that copied magic, we're suing you. (sighs) So, uh, yeah, there are similarities. Yeah, I can see that, especially the, the tapping. Yeah. Oh, the cards even look dissimilar. There are definite similarities. But then, like, the Hearthstone cards look similar, too. Yes. Right? I mean, the basic card game card is the same format. There is a cost at the top. There is a picture. There is a short description of its abilities. Yeah. And there is some form of, like, damage and health at the bottom. Yes. Yu-Gi-Oh! is like that. Pokemon is like that. Magic is like that. Legend of the Five Rings is like that. So I don't I don't know if there's enough similarities there. I don't know. When you have five colored elements and artifacts, then you start getting into the same sort of gameplay. It's like, I'm not going to invent football. I'm going to invent a game where there's two teams, there's a ball, and you have to carry that ball and try and get it past the other teams. So soccer? No, carry. So rugby. Rugby. Okay. <laughs> it's like there are similarities. But are they the same thing? It's, ugh. See, but even that's like a little more specific, right? It, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Wizards is suing, saying that it's too close to magic. So, okay, so here's the question there. Is, could Wizards of the Coast have sued Blizzard for Hearthstone? And if uh, not, I think why there's not? Enough, well, it might come down to like those, those five colors of magic, right? There aren't different resources in Hearthstone. There's a single resource. Yeah, there's a single resource. You're not literally tapping cards. Where I'm just looking at that video where it's from Hex, where it's... Are you no, wait, at, that one's... You're looking at the magic one. I'm looking at the... I, I can't even tell. There we go. It's, I can't even tell what the hell I'm looking at. Well, because you've never seen Hex, Andy. Okay. Hex is the, the gif above that. Oh, okay. I get you now. With all the flashy things. When I look at this playing board for Hex, it looks a lot like magic. Does it? Because it looks like Hearthstone. (sighs) And there's a very circular theme going on in Hex. Yeah. That does not exist in magic. um, This is a tough one. See, to me, for it to be a clone of magic... You'd have to have, like, the same cards, not just the same overall design of, like, there's a cost, a picture, a description, and an attack and damage and defense at the bottom. Like, it would have to be the same cards with the same effects, the same sort of things going on. So, like most my rugby and football analogy, it would be like rugby. Okay, but now we're actually going to we're going to divide up the field. Into 10 yards segments. Into 10 yards segments. You get four attempts. Well, no, let's say well, you get three attempts to try and cross these 10-yard segments. Okay, yeah, no, we, we could do that. You get three attempts, and even, I mean, even if you made it five-yard segments, right? You get yeah. three attempts to move it five yards. Um, that starts to get a little fishy. Right, and you, you have to wear these pads, yeah. and uh, if, if, if you want to, you can try and kick the ball yes. into the goalposts. Yes. At that point, you're just like, mm-hmm. There's lots of hemming and hawing going, is this football? It's, right. It's 
like Canadian football. It's close. So we're going to take soccer, but instead of soccer, we're putting it on ice. <laughs> instead of a ball, we're going to make it a little black disc. That way it doesn't bounce around everywhere. It kind of stays on the ice. Right. And and they can't kick it because they're on the ice, so we'll give everyone sticks. <laughs> That was actually the idea of the the hockey puck was actually, I think, originally supposed to be a ball, but then it kept on. bounce. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God, they couldn't control it. So one of the guys basically took a knife and took the ball and just cut off the top and bottom of it. Nice. I read about Wayne Gretzky these last two weeks. Holy shit. Not about his daughter? No. Or his wife or whatever that was? No. About, like, how he has more assists than anyone else has scores. He also has more scores than anyone else has yeah. scores by a lot. That his his jersey number is retired league wide. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Okay, we should probably move on. Okay. Uh, is there anything? Uh, steam boxes have been delayed another year. I no wouldn't steam even say boxes. They've been delayed. No steam boxes this year. Yeah, delay implies that it was going to come out this year. You didn't think they were going to come out this year with the amount of stuff that we had saw last year? Andy, what company is responsible for this? Valve. It will be done when it is when done. D- yeah, when it's done. All right. Um, I'm, I, I do believe, and I'm even willing to put down dinner on this one. Okay. Steambox, Source 2, Half-Life 3. At the same time? At the same time. I will take that up. I will say that the Steam Box and Source 2 and Half-Life 3 are not going to be... Are you like giving them like a window of opportunity, or are you saying like uh, Steam let's, Box... Let's say within the same month. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. I will, I will take that, yes. Okay. Someone write it down. Someone write it down so that when it happens or doesn't happen, we remember that there's dinner riding on it. Okay. Writing it down. Dinner... I, okay. That works, too. Steam Box... Source 2, Half-Life 3. Yep. Okay. I think we already had dinner on Source 2, Half-Life 3. I don't think so, but anyway. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm upping the ante then. All right. Steam, Steambox from Valve, uh, Source 2, and Half-Life 3, all announced and or released in the same month. Okay. Um, is there anything else you want to hit before we go to the randoms? Uh, Star Wars, the the really awesome Attack Squadron game that we were all excited about has been canceled. What? I was in the beta for that, wasn't I? You signed yeah. up for the beta. I was in the beta and it got we're shut in the down beta? yesterday. Yeah. Oh, damn it. How was it? <laughs> it it was uh basically it was a browser based game. Wasn't that great? Okay. Human suspended animation trials are starting. If that doesn't creep you out and say, hey, we actually live in the future, I don't know what will. <laughs> that, no, that's seriously creepy. Uh, I think that's about it. Okay. It's an iPhone hacker in Australia who's been holding people ransom. <laughs> that's about it. Oh, good times. Okay. Random review. Random review. Your turn. Sprout it. S-P-R-O-U-T-I-T. Sprout. Sprout it. Two words. Two words. Sprouted app to help grow fresh vegetables and herbs. Yes, this is an app and a website done by Miracle Grow. That is kind of like the beginner. If you don't have a green thumb, but you want one, this can help you out. Does it remind you to go out and water your plants? Yes. Also gives you reminders about when you should actually start planting things. When you probably should go out and check for this, that, and the other thing. It also gives you helpful hints of, hey, 
my plants aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. What possibly could be wrong? And then it gives you a list of possible, you know, are your are these certain leaves getting yellow and splotchy? Oh, it might be this horn weevil or something like that. Mm. I have a plant outside whose leaves are getting yellow and splotchy, but that is because my dog pees on it. <laughs> and evidently, dog piss is like the most toxic scorched earth chemical in the world yes yes it is holy shit like there's just this spot in the garden where nothing will ever grow again nope it is like oh my god dog the dog has salted the earth yes i i had no idea dog piss was so toxic so yeah you can actually create like your virtual garden of different types of plants that you have planted and it will give you like hey your plant should be about this large by now if not maybe you could think about some fertilizer or something and oh your plant if you planted fertilizer it, they suggest yes they it is done by miracle grow so they suggest you know miracle, miracle grow, grow. <laughs> okay well that's kind of cool so what are you growing i am doing uh three different types of peppers this year i've got a jalapeno plant a banana pepper plant and a bell pepper plant is it too late to start no. planting things? No, they actually suggested uh, you shouldn't actually have put anything into the ground until the 27th. So very recently. Yes. Oh. So this is like the prime you should start now if you're going to start. I wonder what I should plant. My peonies are blooming. Mm. Now, the one downside is the app is only iOS app. So I, I noticed to go the website. That. That's, that's a little annoying. Yeah. Oh, I could plant beets. So yeah, they also give you like the planting guides for if you want to plant it in a planter, you should get a 12, if my jalapeno should be in a 12 inch or larger container, my other pepper should be in 20 inch or larger, this sort of stuff there. It's oh, if, what you should look for in your peppers to, when you're actually ripe and ready to be picked. Hmm. So where does it say like, here's what you should be planting now? Um, you will have to go and look through the plants and then you would be like, yes, I would like to plant this. Okay. So but that's, that's it doesn't that it doesn't give you like, no yeah it doesn't give you suggestions it gives you what should I plant now yes that's what that would be nice to actually have find out when to plant in your location da, da, da. oh internet no don't send me reminders just tell me what I want to plant I don't want no, stop it oh that's not a good site then sprout robot but you like sprout it. Yes, it's. I was in this a couple of years ago, and I've just been keeping tabs on it because it's a good indicator of like, hey, you should check on your plants. Oh, this plant needs about an inch of water per week. Okay, that's a good indicator of how much I need. That's why I went with peppers is because I get a lot of sun out there. Mm-hmm. So it, And I am also not a consistent waterer. Ah. So the peppers are actually best when it's warm. Oh, yeah, and, I, I should probably uh, go water my potted plant in the front. Now, is it just for, like, garden that you harvest from, or well, no, does else- it include flowers? Uh, this just has uh, some herbs. Uh, I think they have strawberry plants and vegetables right now. So they don't okay. have flowers. So it's just vegetables, a fruit, and some herbs. So really, really entry-level, like, Yeah, they food. started this last year, so they're still slowly adding things to it. Okay. Well, cool. Hey, if it gets you outside, mm-hmm. that's awesome. They also have uh, garden ideas. So if you want a salsa garden, it tells you what you should plant. That's so, awesome. So, hey, you should plant some tomatoes and some onions and some hot peppers and some bell peppers and some cilantro. Yes, I would like to grow my own salsa. Sure. It also gives you direct uh, ingredients for pico de gallo. Andy? Yeah? It's Spanish. 
Yeah. A double L in Spanish is not an L. What is it? So it's a Y. Pico de Gallo? Yes. A little ah. better. A little better. Pico de Gallo. I am so not Spanish. No, you really... What? No, no what hablo espanol. No hablo espanol. Pico de Gallo. No hablo espanol. If you're from Argentina, though, a double L is not a Y, it's a J. So it would be pico de, pico de gallo. No hablo espanol. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> so yeah, if it, it's, it's a free app slash website for us on Andrew, Android. It so, will be an app eventually, hopefully. perhaps. Have they, have they said that they want to do an Android app? It's, I feel like it's not a smart idea to just have one of them anymore. Uh-huh. Let's see what's in the coming soon section. Search for HTTP, Guardian Journal, download sprite for the iPad, and weather. Nope, nothing about Android. So somebody there is not smart. Not smart at all. Yep. Right, so, random topic. Uh-oh. Yep. Rolled ahead of time. How are you like your mom? Your dad? So my guessing means, how are you like your mom? How are you like your dad? Okay. Um... How have our parents shaped us in their own image? Well, you want to go first? I can tell you for a fact that I'm like my mom, that sometimes I just start breaking out into random song. Not like an actual like known song, just random little ditties that I hum sometimes when I'm by myself. If you've been around my mom long enough, in a quiet room, she will start to hum slash sing to herself just random stuff. Okay. So that one is highly apparent now, and I see every time I do that to myself, I'm like, ah, I need to stop. Don't, don't fight it, Andy. Think don't. of it this way: of all the traits you could get from your mom, oh, <laughs> don't fight that one. Pick your battles. Man, what what traits have I gotten from my mother? I am unfortunately very quick to judge, like really quick to judge. It takes, I, I have trained myself that I can rejudge afterwards. I can take a second look, but I'm very quick to, I'm very judgmental. I just am. It's, it's what I grew up around. I also have some slight hoarding tendencies from my mom, but then also, it also is some of my dad has some as well. Mm-hmm. See, so yeah, I need to work on those. Um, I like to think that I, I picked up a lot of my mom's ability to interact socially. I can make small talk. I can talk with people. I can empathize with people. That's probably like the biggest one is, is uh, her empathy. I mean, the woman is a social worker. I was going to say, isn't that part of her job? Yes, but it's part of her job because she was good at it. Yeah. And so I, I picked up, I like to think, I picked up a fair amount of that. People... You know those stories about people that whenever they meet a stranger, the stranger just kind of opens up to them? Mm -hmm. That turns out to be me. I don't know why. I might just seem like a trustworthy guy, but strangers will will just kind of... I'll be sitting and chatting and they'll just kind of open up and tell me like these really sad stories. I'm like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I I hope you feel better now that you've shared it. You should seek professional help. Oh, Dave's a nice and trustworthy guy until you start playing against him in something. <laughs> I, so switching gears to what we have picked up from our fathers. <laughs> Your dad is cutthroat. I picked up the competitiveness from my dad. He's not cutthroat. He's no. just very highly competitive. Yes. And so am I. Having played enough games, but I got to check on that. Are there any of those still going on? Uh, the whole website crashed. 
Oh. And when he brought it back, he had lost all the current games. That's why I have not been getting any emails. Okay. Right. <laughs> so it, those things was like, I haven't gotten those emails in a while. Died but a silent didn't... death. <laughs> all right. Maybe we'll go back in like a year and do it, but I think we all needed a break anyway. Yeah. There's only so many games of Risk you can play at one time. Seven. <laughs> without going crazy. Um, no, I, I, I definitely picked up the competitive nature from my dad. I picked up uh, critical thinking and lateral thinking, problem solving. I wish, I wish I had his pattern recognition. Oh. Holy crap. Oh my. So, you know, 2048? Yes. Which, by the way, I need to issue a correction. I had said that Threes was a copy of 2048. It's the other way around. 2048 was a copy of Threes. Oh, okay. Um, my dad broke the game, I, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, he, his high score is, you know, I, I see people, I see friends, and they're like so happy because their high scores are like, I got 30,000 points, which is a really cool achievement. My dad's high score is something like 600,000 points. Oh, jeez. Holy guacamole. Yeah. So it's 2048, 4096, 90... Crap. I can do that math in my head, but I'm not going to. Uh, 8,192, 16,384. That's the, the square that he lost on. Oh. He had one of those on the board, a 16,384. Jesus. At that point, you've got to have a lot of things on the board just no, to slowly you, build. You have that and a two when you first get it. True. If you did everything right. He also calculated the top score. Ah. Because there is a top score. There is a definite ending point. I think I also have gotten my... Mm, from my dad as well. He does that when he's thinking. Probably. Who did you get milk from? I don't know. <laughs> Do either of your parents say it? Do both of them say it? That would be an excellent question to either ask Kate or one of my siblings. Because you don't hear it. I don't hear it. I don't have the ear for that. But then I've also got a little bit of my dad's self-reliance, where it's like, okay, the power steering pump on Kate's Jeep went out. That's normally, like, a bad thing, right? Yeah, unless you just replace the serpentine belt. No, no, like the, the bearings on the pump basically oh, made the ooh. pump explode. Yeah, that that's usually pretty bad. Yeah, so I had to go and replace the power steering pump. Cool. Which I did on my own. It's like, oh, it's one of those things where I, I, when I accidentally would cut the uh, extension cord w with my lawnmower, because <laughs> we had an electric push lawnmower, and then yeah. some, sometimes the grass was long that I didn't see where the cable was, and so I'd accidentally cut the cut, cable. Just go right over it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he made me fix it. Ooh. So I actually learned how to solder back when I was tiny. Yep. So then I would I would re-solder the cables together, and then I would tape them up, and then I would take the extra shielding and then put that over there and tape the whole thing up there. So I was fixing electrical cables many years ago. So it's, I feel like there was some self-reliance in there that he has, mainly because I think he's paranoid, but yeah, I hopefully don't have that paranoia. Uh, just give it another 20 years. <laughs> It'll manifest. I think my paranoia has just been cynicism. Where I don't think they're out to get me. Too, probably. What? You'd probably get that from your dad too. The cynicism? Ah, I could see that. Yeah, there are oh, there are things with my parents that I really hope I don't get from them. There's things from everyone's parents that they yeah. hope they don't get. Yeah, that is true. That's the the thing is you try and take the good and try and get rid of the bad. You try and make yourself a better version of them. Yep. Which I think I am. I feel like I'm very level headed. Slightly crazy, but level headed. <laughs> sure. Yep. We'll go with that. 
Anything else to add to that? Uh, nope. Okay. That's it. All right. Well, I guess that's a wrap then. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.